up, cool safe chicks? It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. How are you? Good, good, good. Wonderful. Okay. I'm hanging in there. Okay, Lauren. Ooh. Denisa. But she in there, huh? She hanging. She hanging. She in there, but she hanging. Lord. Okay. Well, this episode is called Is You Thirsty? Mm. And um, we we came, we ran up on a clip. I was going to say ran across it, but I say ran up on it because the way our group texts went off, I, I got <laughs> to say. We the way y'all went it. off. <laughs> right. The way y'all went off. Y'all went off. <laughs> Who is the merit, what, like y'all like to say, the merit folk on the podcast. <laughs> oh, nah. Uh-huh. <laughs> y'all had some licks in there, too. Mm-hmm. My, I kept sending emojis with my mouth open like, oh, yeah. did you say that? Nah. The audacity. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, we've left them in suspense. So basically, the uh, the clip that we ran up on was actually, I believe it was a pastor. It looked like it was a panel discussion about men and women, uh, men and women approaching people that they like, whether it be mm-hmm. in the church or out in the world, but Christian people and how they move forward and saying, Hey, I like you. I'm interested in you. And basically there was kind of like a back and forth discussion in Ayana, who is a, the, a part of the engineering team. I'm gonna call it what it is <laughs> may or may not drop in the clip. We will, we'll find out. We all going to find out together. Yeah. We'll um, see. We'll see if we could drop in the clip. Um, but it was um the pastor's name is Stephen Chandler. Um yes. you know, quite a few people are familiar with him. I've ran across you know some of his messages online and whatnot, but this was on TikTok. So yes, and he basically was saying that he doesn't feel like men and women are forward enough when they like someone. And the young lady proceeded to say, How forward do you want us to be? Like, yeah. how forward do you want us to be? And Which even was it's a great question. It was a great yeah. question. Um, kudos to her for her question. And it went into a conversation about it got deep, y'all, about Ruth and Boaz and how Ruth went and got her man who was a millionaire. And I think we should talk about it because it was okay. a clip that should be talked about. So what we'll do is we'll drop the clip here. <laughs> And then, because uh, I really want you guys to hear it, like it's exactly what they were saying. And uh, so, and then we'll go into it, which we're about to do now. You don't think females are forward enough? I don't think Christian men or women are forward enough. How much more forward do you want us to be? Do you want it to be like Ruth at Boaz bedside type of forward? Like, hello? Whoa, 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 Oh, wait up. (laughs) But you just brought up Bible. Ruth was single. And her mother-in-law said, if you want to find a man, go to where he is, but not just where he is. Put yourself in a position where it is so obvious to him. If you down, I'm down. So you brought the Bible into it, but Ruth was super forward. You said it as if Ruth was too forward. Who said she won? Wow. But here's the thing. Wow. Ruth married the billionaire.
So what do y'all think? What are your thoughts? How do you feel about this discussion? I feel like the girl was basically saying, well, basically in so many words, I don't want to be out here looking thirsty. And the pastor was like, well, closed mouths don't get water. So. I think, um, I know for me, I'm going to expose our group chat a little bit. You know, this is from. That's what I really. I think we should take a screenshot of. Now wait a minute. I don't. I don't know know if I agree with that. I'm I'm not going to drop a. We're not going to drop a screenshot, but we'll. I will kind of paraphrase what was going on in the group chat. So I dropped it in the group chat, and um, Lauren, can I share what you said? Yeah, I don't think, yeah. I don't think I said that, yeah. Lauren, Lauren was like, like, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. Yeah, you can Uh, say that. went from laughing to a straight face. Yeah, like, uh, what did I say? Because Lauren was really the first person to say something. You popped it off. Yeah, so Lauren said, I see where they're going, and it could be all so simple, but we'd rather make it hard. And I was like, okay, Lauren Hill. Because... There are because there are additional complexities that exist beyond making yourself visible to a man. So Charday said, "Yes, very true. I get all sides. But there is also a thin line between available and desperate." And that's where my mouth dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very true. Um, and then I said, like the girl said at the end, "You don't have to be at the bedside like Ruth. However, you can show interest." So that popped off into more of like, you know, how people would like now, like Sade was like, nowadays, you know, they would probably consider Ruth a gold digger. And uh, I said, nah, Ruth uh, knew what she wanted and she got it. And I said, I'm going to put myself out there. I said, ain't nothing wrong with wanting a man with some money. And then we went on after that. So. Okay, that's um, the context. That's the that's, context clues right that's there. The context <laughs> clues. So I, I think that um, I think that women can show interest, but there's definitely levels, like Lauren said, and there are complexities when it comes to showing interest. Um, I feel like in 2022, a lot of people make it difficult to um, even approach each other, male and female. Um, I feel like there are so many unwritten rules that have been created um, and people are overthinking, just being honest from different conversations I've heard, things I've seen, all of that. Um, I will start the, I guess, the main point of the conversation with the whole gold digger complex, because I have an issue with that. Um, I I have a big issue with that, especially when uh, men like to label women who know what they want as gold diggers. And um, But is that if they only want money? If what they want is money, but I'm, I'm going to go into the context of it. So I like, I I feel like a lot of women are labeled gold diggers, no matter what. Okay. So I'm going to use, I want to use Lauren as an example. Uh, (laughs) Lauren is a very successful woman in her field. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as long as I've known Lauren, I can say that she would like someone on her level. And it's she, nothing wrong she with says it. it too. She says it often. Yeah, she does. I do. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with it. Same with Denisa. These like Denisa is a very successful woman in her field. And I'm pretty sure you would want somebody on your level too. So 
But the way, the way society labels it today, because you guys want somebody on your level, um, what, you know, as even like, let's just be honest. I hate to put numbers out there, so I'm not going to put like what, like approximates of pay and all of that. But let's say you are on the higher end, close to six figures of making some money. Right. That's your salary. That's your annual salary a year. Mm -hmm. And then there's a guy that let's say he makes more than. He makes about about 75% less than what you make. 75%? You said 75, like a seven and a five? That means he's making $25,000. Right. That's what she's saying. That's okay. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to this sort of extreme because this is how men. Some men be thinking. Because so, let's say the woman. She's like, well, I mean, you're cool and all of that. However, I don't feel like we, you know, our lifestyles don't balance each other out. Dude's mm-hmm. gonna label that girl a gold digger, and I don't. See, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. Like, what's wrong with a woman wanting to date slash marry someone on her level financially, on her level um, emotionally, emotionally, on her spiritually, way, spiritually, spiritually mentally, mentally everything, all the because, things, yeah, like all the things, and then right. lifestyles, you know, because which is important. Which is important. Because a lot of times when those two scenarios do come together, there's a lot of insecurities on the male, on the man's side, because he is feeling insecure about her making a whole lot more money than her, even though she may not be holding it over his head or anything. She's like, I love you for you, all of that. But there are some Mm -hmm. men that still can't handle it. And they would rather the woman dump herself down than he bring himself up. Because I'm not saying that, you know, I've, I've shared my story with Sylvester when we first met. First of all, we met when we were in our early 20s. So we were still establishing in our careers or whatever. Like what Sylvester does now was totally different than when I met him. I met him at Chick. He was working at Chick-fil-A and he, uh, he, I don't even know if he was a, if he had a leadership p- position at Chick-fil-A yet. Cause eventually he did. And then he left, but our I, you know, at the time I was a hairstylist um, before I retired and I made more than him and I was okay with that, but we were still both sort of struggling, but I still made more than him. And then uh, honestly, things were way cheaper and all of that. Uh, what is it? Almost 15 years ago. So whatever, but the way we've progressed as a couple to now, it's like, we've definitely grown many ways and financially. So. It's like you can you can take that leap, but then let's say I feel like so, I I took that leap. We took that leap in our early twenties. We were twenty two and twenty three or something like that when we met. But I, there are some men that want a woman at thirty five to take that leap, and I don't feel like women. If you don't want to take that leap at thirty five, you don't have to, especially when you're established in your career. Yeah. Right, because by then my knees are a little swollen. I don't. I can't even leap that that far. Hey, I guess. I mean, I, even. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
Uh, I was saying, I feel like even like on the other, on the flip side of that, like headed into my thirties, my stamina just ain't even what it used to be at 21, 22. Like I remember being able to work 15, 16 hours, get three hours of sleep, go party. Next day, do it again. Right. I was making money. Now I don't have the stamina to hustle to make no money. So you are at 35 and you telling me, oh, I'm about to go out here. And it's like, I just don't don't want to hustle with you. I just don't know. I'm out of the hustle phase of life. I I know that's great. (laughs) And it's different if, you know, it's different. And that's why to, I think, Denisa and Lauren's point, when you say, like, I want somebody who's mentally and spiritually on the same page because it's different if a man comes to you and it's like, yo, I've been in this industry for 10, 12 years because I'm, you know, I'm 35 or whatever. And I feel like God is leading me to do X, Y, and Z. And I have a relationship with God and God can say, yeah, you know, reveal it to me and say, this is what I've called him to do, et cetera, et cetera. And now he's about to start over. That's a different thing. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about something that you know, you know, and they know, and y'all have a relationship with God and God has revealed something that we talking about people who have, I don't, yet- I don't know you <laughs> yes. and then they have, have yet to even establish like who they are or what they want to do at a certain age. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I just don't think you should be coupled with that. That's how Lauren, you shouldn't be partnering up, <laughs> partnering, you should be partnering up. If you still don't know where you're going, yeah, you know, and you inching against 40. Um, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I think the common, I think the common uh, thread between Ayana's story and in the video, the girl mentioned Ruth, was that the men were working. And sometimes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> sometimes, even, even, even if it wasn't even a, a thing of success, I think what, what might have attracted Ruth was the fact the brother was working and he was establishing his work. You know, mm-hmm. not that he was successful in it. Like he's established in it. And That's same thing with I, I that was is. saying that too. She was like, he my husband wasn't doing what he was doing now, but he was in, established in his mm-hmm. work. Yeah. And sometimes I mean y'all try to talk to us and y'all ain't even established. So we exactly. like now, who's supposed to do the establishment? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now I was gonna say when it comes to the thirsty part. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Denisa. Denisa. That's <laughs> okay because I was like, maybe I just should not even say what I'm about to say, but it is what it is. What Damn. I will say is, I feel like the only people who have an issue with the conversation about money are people who don't make money, or people who don't have money, or people who don't have a right relationship with money. Because no one mm. would question me if I said, you guys brought up this point earlier, right? Like, if I say, you know what, spiritually, I don't think we're on the same level, or either the vision you have for yourself and the vision that I see God has for me is completely different. I can't rock with you. I can't do that. No one would have a problem whatsoever if I said that. But the moment I say, okay, you know what? You only make 50K. I can't do it. The whole everything crashes and burns and everybody has a fit when really people should just mind the business that pays them. Literally, if that bothers you that somebody wants somebody to have that much money and you ain't got that much money, clearly that's really what it is. I'm just going to be truthful because you don't make that much money because if you did, you wouldn't have a problem with it. And men who make money don't have issue with women saying I want a man to make a certain amount of money. Most, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to generalize most men. Yeah, And what I will also say is most men who, even if they're not making six figures, right, 
most men who are who store well what they do bring in, right? Who can manage their debt, even if you ain't making six figures, you ain't in six figures worth of debt. You hey, managing your, what, what you bringing in. You know what I mean? Like there's so many other components to it, to the and people just focus on the dollar. But absolutely, it's important to me how much someone makes. Now, I whatever God speak to me, he deal with me. He can talk to me about that. We're cool. It's not that big. You know, I'm not going to say it's not a big deal because it is. Because what's important to me is that our lifestyles match. Like a non-negotiable for me is I want to go on vacation twice a year. One out the country, one in. Don't care if it's for a weekend or if it's for two, three weeks. I needs to go. That's non-negotiable. Somebody can have money and be like, you know what? No, I don't want to go. That's a problem for me. So I think we should just not so focus so much on the dollar. You know, but eventually it's hard to do. We're going to focus on the dollar. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you hit it right on the nail because to your point, Denise, what you were saying was it doesn't matter what you bring in. If you're not a good steward of your money, you could be making a hundred. If you can, you can be making a hundred thousand dollars, but if you are easily spending your money or, you know, if you're just not being responsible with your money, that money will slip through through your hands quickly. And I've seen a a lot of people um, to your point, um, not make, six figures and do exceptionally well financially. And yeah. um, I was watching even on YouTube. Uh, I can't, th- I think his name is Anthony something. Uh, Anthony O'Neill. Anthony O'Neill. Anthony, yes. Anthony O'Neill. He brought up a, a strong point and he said a lot of teachers, you know, a lot of people discount teachers. He said, but there are a lot of teachers that retire as millionaires. Yeah. And my thing is, and I know them. <laughs> so my thing is, is like, oh, how do you retire as millionaires? You got, if you're a good steward of your money, you can. Yep. You know, what's you crazy too. Even to that point, Lauren, even people who see down the street and around the corner, like that's a character trait, I think sometimes, or a wisdom, because I do feel like with some teachers, they get pension or they get paid for the rest of their life, get health care for the rest of their life. If you work for like the post office or different stuff. So it's like, even though in a certain season of your life, you may not be making X amount of dollars, you're going into an industry knowing that this is something that'll take care of me for the rest of my life. So. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. So I just think, I think it's really, I think the bigger topic to what Denise was saying is being educated with the money that you have. And right. I'm going to be real with you. Uh, that was honestly, that wasn't a lesson I learned until about, I say about 2019. Um, that's when I started doing my shopping fast and I don't really talk much about it in the beginning. I used to talk a lot about it, but my shopping fast is I literally take six months out of a year, which people are like, oh my God, six months, Lauren, six months out of a year, I do not shop. I only buy essential items. Um, I may buy something for the week of my birthday because my birthday is in February. So I said, okay, on holidays, you can give yourself a week to shop for your birthdays, anniversaries, give yourself a week to shop. But if it's not that, I'm not shopping. And I literally, throughout those six months, I build up my storehouse. I say, okay, this is an opportun- opportunity for me to save um, rigorously. And a lot of times I, I, I had to, well, the Lord brought that to my attention that I needed to take six months off because he said, Lauren, look at your year. I have a lot of birthdays at the end of the year. I got Christmas at the end of the year. And I'm the type of person when I give gifts, my gifts are great. Like I want people to, I want people to be smiling from ear to ear. And so a lot of times that does mean I'm spending quite a bit of money on gifts, but if I'm spending like that throughout the year, what am I going to have at the end of the year? <laughs> so for me personally, the Lord was like, yeah, you gonna need to build your storehouse first six months of the year. And he was like, after that, 
then, you know, while you're building your storehouse, invest while you're building your storehouse, you know, look at, give yourself a goal as to what you want to say, but be really, be realistic about it. And I started doing that. And then literally from there, when the Lord saw my obedience in that, he started literally increasing, like increasing how much money I was bringing in, increasing me with promotions because he saw I was a good steward of my money. And so I say all that to say, like, especially for the women, it's not that you don't necessarily go into the situation thinking that you're thirsty. And same thing with men, because let's not act like men don't have these conversations, too. Because exactly. I've heard it from men. <laughs> I've heard Actually, them say the same. Them scammers. <laughs> but my thing is, is like, check the men's, what the Bible say, literally check a person's heart. Check their heart regarding their money. Don't just look at, to see what they got in their account. Because if they're yeah. terrible with money and their heart is not set on saving their money, it don't matter what you bring in. You ain't going to have nothing to show for it. Exactly. Right. So, to Denise's point, you hit it on the nail, sis. You hit it on the nail. Yeah. I was okay. going to... Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, we covered the gold digging part. I wanted to dig into the thirsty That's part. what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. feel like, you know, maybe it's a bit taboo, especially in the Christian community, for women to approach men. And I mean, but it don't seem like the men approach the women either. So it's almost like, what, what do you guys think should be the standard? Like, what should that look like? You know, like, is it like, hey, how are you? Is it like on social media sliding in a man's DMs? I have seen that turn into marriage. So I'm just mm-hmm. wondering what y'all think about that. Um. Okay. So I think it's, it's. I think it's dependent on the different scenarios, person or different thing, whatever's going on in that in that particular situation. Um, because the biggest thing is I don't like putting a scenario out there and people taking it as a formula. You know, because I feel like, like you said, in the Christian community, we've taken this formula of um, like how it said in the clip, he that finds a wife, a wife. And they were saying that people were taking that out of context because it it doesn't mean he that findeth a wife is like you got a wife he that findeth a wife. So um, I feel like people take that one piece of scripture and be like, well, he said he that findeth a wife, and I'm like, that's not. I, he can find a wife if you're gonna take that scripture. He can find a wife, but you can definitely, uh, I guess, give a hint or something. You know, because I feel like I've seen situations where there are some women who are interested in a man and they won't like, you. Th- no, there are two people interested in each other, mm-hmm. but like neither one of them want to um, approach Say the situation interested. or they're nervous or whatever. And, but then I, then the woman, she's giving the guy the cold shoulder, she's you know, just doing whatever. And I'm playing like, hard to get. Yeah. Playing real hard to get. And I'm like, okay, if you like him and you know, he likes you too, why are you still playing hard to get? And then people's feelings get hurt. And then, oh, this is another thing. I don't know if this is like this in the Christian community, but just period. There are a lot of people that feel like, oh, he got to chase me. So I'm going to give him a hard time for as long as possible until he breaks down basically so it's 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 just it's a game that i'm like a lot of people are getting hurt in this game and it's just it's stupid like to me at least like it's it's too much i think ayana to your point 
<laughs> I'm trying to make sure I get my words right. I think to your point, um, sometimes in the single space, you misinterpret courting for chasing. And so what I love in the conversation. But I got an honest question though. I've always had this question. This courting and dating thing, like I'm I'm really trying to understand it. As long as as long as I then heard the term courting and whoever started it. I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> Not, if, look, if they, listen to a, if they listen to an earlier episode, I said, I don't even go to court. I don't even go to traffic court. You give me a ticket. <laughs> look, I'll just pay it. I, I, know, I, I, think, I think courting is dating, but without sex. So I dating, is, dating intentionally with the intent to marry. And I think dating can just be out here. You just yeah, you just dating. You just like, oh, let's go on some dates and get to know each other. But I feel like courting is like dating without sex with the intent to marry. But then there are some people that we're like that are like we're dating, and they're like there is an intent on marriage. So, like, you just, I mean, you can use. I'm thinking I should be that's true. They probably I mean, that's not are. like Christians don't date and have sex too. So Hello. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Exactly. But that's the thing. Every Christian ain't going to court. (laughs) 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 And they're not. (laughs) And they're not. How did we get here? Right. How did we get here? Sorry, I asked the question. I asked the question. Go back to being thirsty. What we were saying about being thirsty? (laughs) (laughs) Lauren was saying something. Go ahead. I, Sorry, Lord. I can't even get a thought. <laughs> I know it's 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 challenge. I think I think the biggest challenge though, and I don't know if this has to do with thirst or not. And I know we're trying to get back to thirst, but I think the challenge is for a lot of single women who are believers, is is the they presented the question in the video pretty much saying, you know, you need to make yourself available or you need to make yourself seen by a guy so that if he wants to take you out, he can take you out. I get that. I get it. But I'm going to be real. I even get oftentimes, uh, people oftentimes tell me that I don't make myself available because I do work a lot. And if I'm not working, I'm going to church. And if I'm not going to church, I'm probably catching up on a nap. (laughs) And so that means that I'm not really leaving my house a whole lot. I don't do the whole club scene. That's not my, that's not my vibe. No happy hours. No, no. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, no, I used to do it when I had like the work events, but I'm not going to a work event, you know, with the mindset to meet a guy and I work in a design field. So it's not really a whole lot of guys in that scene anyway. But um, regardless, for me, sometimes it is a challenge to think of like, OK, well, then where do, where do I go? Because like I've said in a previous video, I'm not the girl that I'm going to go to different churches, <laughs> you know, and see like, oh, what's their male me- membership? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not me. I mean, I will go to an event here and there, but how often does that happen? Um, I do go to like, you know, when I was in Atlanta or whatever, I was going to like a lot of arts events. Like I'll go to performing arts events, but a lot of times people are booed up. So it's like, yeah, that's you true. know, in, in those scenarios, I was like, well, maybe my interest. And my mom said, maybe my mom tells me a lot. She's like, well, Maybe it's because you're just thinking like a single woman. And I'm like, I don't think I am. I think I'm just doing me. I think I'm genuinely being where you want to go, where I want to go. And uh, I think the challenge is a lot of times, especially if they're a single woman like myself, 
who are career driven and who are doing well in your careers and who also miss naps a whole lot and need to catch up on their naps. It's like, you don't really have like in your mindset, a place to go where, you know, you can necessarily be. Yeah. Like that does, that just doesn't happen on my day to day. So I'm going to be real about it. My mindset now is like, Lord, if this is what you desire from my life, you arrange it. Yeah. (laughs) I think to your, to your point, Lauren, with that, brings to mind for me is like when we say like is she thirsty it's almost like some women almost like find dating or courting or finding that one almost like a part-time job where it's like I'm gonna make sure that I'm doing this and I'm gonna make sure that I'm doing that and I'm gonna make sure I'm going here and it's like they're doing all of the things to make sure they're in the places and in the spaces where the men might be so the Christian conferences and the kickbacks and the socials and all the things and it's like is that wrong is it wrong to do those things I think it's nothing wrong with being social but yeah. if that's your only intent, then, yeah, that's wrong. then you are being thirsty. Yeah. But it's definitely nothing wrong with being social. I was about to say, so. give her a Sprite because she is thirsty. She she needs a Sprite. <laughs> but um, I wanted to go back to, to Lauren. I don't feel like, I don't think you're thinking like a single woman. I think you're just in a certain season in your life where it's like, that's not necessarily a priority. And Absolutely. Uh, you, hit, then, you hit it on a nail. You hit yeah, it on a nail. You're in a season and then you're in a space where it's like, I mean, this ain't really my vibe. And then right. you know, it's nothing wrong with that. People go through certain seasons. Like even being married, you go through certain seasons where you're like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. Oh, yeah. And you kind of isolate yourself or whatever. So I think I think it's just a season. Yeah. I yeah. will say, because I say piggyback on everything you said because literally that's exactly how how I feel um but what I will say is when I did go to those events like the guys weren't any guys I would be checking for and not not to say it like um like oh they're lame or oh they but they literally were not not for me not up me I mean God didn't that I I would have met him had I did but (laughs) I will also say that like um like there's nothing wrong with like just getting to know someone. And I know mm-hmm. we talk about being friends first all the time, but sometimes I feel like that's just like an art that's just gone. Like just meeting somebody, you have a conversation. If it goes for it, great. If it don't, it ain't the end of the world. You know, I mm-hmm. feel like right now it's with dating and society is almost like I need to meet someone and I need to ask you all these questions first. And I need to figure out if, okay, does your vision allow my vision? Like, first of all, mm-hmm. do I like you? Like, Mm -hmm. can we start there? Do I like you? Mm -hmm. And I think we just got to get back to like making it normal. Just having a conversation. Ayana said on a previous uh, podcast, like just in regards to friendships, why can't it just be like when we were five years old and you like a friend and you're playing with the same toy, you have the same interests. Like, I feel like, you know, getting to know someone or dating, it should be like that as well. I think the city that we live in kind of, it does make it a little harder, you Mm know? Um, But overall... I'm going to jump real quick to the, the whole forward part because I was waiting on this because I am that girl. If I see something I want, I'm going to say something. What mm-hmm. happens after that? It ain't none of my business. Either it's mm-hmm. going to move forward or it ain't. But I'm going to make it known. Okay? And I, don't see, I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm going to make it I'm make it plain. Lord, now, Jesus, if he let me run into this one that's here in Atlanta, I'm going to make it plain. I'm already saying it. I'm saying it. Okay, I, I got a question, wait, Denise. What was that? <laughs> She said if she ran into the person that... Run into this one in Atlanta. 
she gonna make it plain. Do you do that immediately or do you no. does it is it say no but you might, it, honestly, might be, like I am an observer by nature, girl. Like I observe anyway by nature. I like talking to people, so I could do it subtly anyway, just because I'm a people person. Right. You know, you know, you play your gifts. I'm a people right. person. Y'all say I flirt. I think I talk junk, but if that's what y'all I was think, about to say that. To my advantage. I was you about know? to say that. <laughs> I feel like me and Denise have had that conversation where it's like, if you're personable, people will be like, oh, you be flirting. But I'll be like, I would do the same thing with a girl. So am I flirting with the girl too? And I don't want her at all. At so. all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, that's oh the personality, goodness. you know? Mm-hmm. Which I think makes me bring up a bigger question then of like, how do women make it known to a guy without coming across as thirsty? Do, are, or do you walk up to a guy and say, hey, <laughs> but see, the thing your is, number, my phone today. I, no. <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, I think that the, the thirsty title is all, well, besides some people who really is clearly thirsty. But if you walk up to a guy or you, let's say you know a guy and y'all just know each other cordially or whatever. And then one day you say, hey, you know. I'm interested in you or I think we should hang out more one-on-one or whatever. It's all contingent on how the person receives it as to how it's thirsty. That's yeah. good. Like, it ain't got like, if, if you saying that, th- that don't mean you thirsty. It's how, mm-hmm. how other people receive it. Now there, like I said, there are some people who clearly, you know, we've been to some events where the same girl be all up in the same people face 59 times. And that's a little thirsty or they do extra things online and it just be the most. But um, if you just see a guy and you just, you know, state your interest, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I mean, I think a nice little you cute go a long way. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, to a guy? You yeah. cute? Yeah. Okay. okay. Look, noted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it depends on the conversation. When you're having a conversation with somebody, there's so many opportunities. It's just yeah. it's all conversation. Yeah, part. just drop it. Just drop a yeah. little and then yeah. walk away. Just sprinkle. Yeah. You know what? Denise, we need to do a flirting one-on-one class. I think, I think, I think we should. Uh, I'm down. I'm still single, so I don't know if y'all want to listen to me, but I'm down to do, I'm definitely down. What? You're the best flirter I know. Oh, you're the worst flitter I know. And I think I'm the worst because I just don't do it. <laughs> if somebody walk up, to you, have y'all seen the, the YouTube video with, uh, or the, the uh, Instagram video with somebody walking up like, do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your person? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I don't think you're the worst. I just think that there is no, no one who has... You know, you know, gave that's you that. true. You know, that's right. true. Because well, that's good. That's true. That's, that's good, Ayana. Because I, I tell people, all this. You got it in you. She got it. Because I've seen her. She got it in her. That's true. That's true. She got it in her. That's true. Lauren could be aggressive. That was so good. I feel like it's like an innate. <laughs> Like when you like somebody, it's like yeah. an innate thing that makes you want to do some things. You know? That's true. That's true. I think to your point, I just haven't had my neck broken in in a you know a, a, a few times. You know, like if you see a guy, your neck just automatically breaks. Like, hey, who was that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you know, twisted your neck all the way around. That's probably happened like twice. You know, so, so in your man. life, in your life, no, so in Atlanta, in Atlanta. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. 
<laughs> what you said, Denisa? <laughs> no, you were like Atlanta. I was like, yeah, you like Atlanta, it. Atlanta, Atlanta. Oh, right. <laughs> I was out of Atlanta. Try to break a lot. <laughs> Do we take a break? Do we need to take a break? <laughs> not take a break. <laughs> We didn't take one, but if y'all want to keep flowing, I don't care. Since we're talking about breaking necks, you know, well, I might as well take a break. What you mean outside of Atlanta? Like outside the perimeter? Is that what you're talking about? Outside nah, of outside of Atlanta regions. <laughs> oh, so you talking about like in Georgia. Florida or... Florida. Okay, okay, okay. I Carolina. I thought you were talking about in the perimeter versus especially New York. New York, I'm just I need a neck brace. Everywhere, need a brace. <laughs> you need to walk around with a brace on. Right, New York, I just need a neck brace. That's what I need. To do. <laughs> oh Lord, we gonna take a slight break because <laughs> I don't know where this went. And when we come back, I don't even know if we addressed is she thirsty? Question mark. We did. We did. We did. We, we could talk about the the super thirsty. We could. When we come back, we can actually, like, all right, we can give them the, the qualities of thirst or whatever. So, like, just show okay. them. When we like, come what, back, we're going to give y'all, y'all the qualities the of, well, we should do both. We're going to give you the qualities of thirst, and then we're going to give you the qualities of dehydration so that you can find yourself somewhere in the middle. In the middle. All right. We'll and I think you back. all should give ideas, too, of where they can find, you know, these these guys. Since both of you all are married. I'm sure. I am not a matchmaker. <laughs> Okay, we'll be back right after this. Save Girl Secrets is brought to you by Feed Her. Head over to www.feedher.co for more information. All right, ladies, we are back. Um, this has been the most ghetto podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, was giving a little so ghetto. Different. But it's okay. You know, we were giving, we were giving ghetto. We, we need to be real with the girls. It's so, giving culture. culture. The girl. The girls. The girls. So we about yes. to be more real with the girls and let mm-hmm. them know um, how they be super thirsty, where y'all can find some men if y'all really want to, and, <laughs> and, and so on. That's what y'all said. Okay. <laughs> that was not said by me. Well, that, that was Lord. That was me, because I think it's important to mention. Yeah. I just think about think about y'all married friends. Where do they meet their husbands? Um, a- on the internet, mm-hmm. at church, mm-hmm. at work, mm-hmm. at um, emerging one hundred events. Um, oh, look, look, Lord. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I mean, it works for y'all. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They used to be different. They got a little. I, they didn't got before. A y'all got to be real social to go to Emerging One Hundred event. You got to uh, be real social. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we've aged out. But where else? The grocery store. Grocery stores are lit. I will say grocery that. Grocery store people from your and past. Okay, online. So let's say this about the grocery store. The grocery store, the gas station, all those places. All right. So I notice a lot of women talk about how men approach them when they looking kind of raggedy, right? You know, mm-hmm. they they might just have on sweats, being casual, all that type of stuff. Like, right. if you if you see a cute dude that approaches you in that manner, you, you just jump a little, or not jump, but if he asks for your number, give him your number if you think he's cute back. I feel like people, like some women, be like, "Oh no, nah, I'm not gonna do that because." 
it's not the right time and it's not the right place and they're not dressed up or they're not looking their best. And I'm like, listen, if he approached you, what you call busted? Okay. Girl, get that number. It only get better. It only get better. If you approach me, get busted. I will say I have, and this is just, I think, I don't know who mentioned this before in another episode, but like, just keep your block game strong. Because I have met someone at a grocery store and at a gas station. I have given them my number and I did not like the conversation and it was blocked. Blocked. But that's the end of it. You know, it's not that deep. I think sometimes we overthink things and it has to be, you know, but I should have listened to my mom because my mom was in a car. She was like, don't do it. And I did it anyway. And I had to block them. So, but you know, don't make it so deep. Yeah. That's why you got to keep a Google number. You keep a Google right. number, child. <laughs> you right. right. Or, or what some people do is they give them their social media. I, I've been I in that, proximity yeah. of a conversation and I heard a girl saying, I think it was at a restaurant or something, and a girl was like, you can follow me on such and such. And I was like, yeah. I was like that's what y'all do now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've done that. Mm-hmm. So, and then they'll start texting through the DMs and go from there. I mean, people do be weird, though. So just be careful. I had a a guy from Enterprise reach out to me on my cell phone to ask me out. But he got my number from the rental car. Oh, no. Now, we're talking about that. I think that's illegal. That is illegal. It is. Be careful. Just be yeah. careful, yeah. Like that stuff is not cute. They gotta ask for the number. No. Not, and, it, yeah. and in their minds, it's like, oh yeah, she gonna think that I, you know, went out of my way and researched. No. Yeah. <laughs> be yeah. careful. Yeah. People is crazy. Yeah. But um, anywhere else uh, that y'all can think of? Oh, like even okay, if you if you like, nah, I just want to go to church events. Then go to the church event. There, I've seen some guys, some people there. Um, I'm not gonna, um, that's that's y'all thing. Um, you know, if you want to, it works. It does work for some people. I don't want to. I don't want to discredit people. I've seen, I've, you know, relationships happen out of church yeah. events, young adult ministries. We've had what a few marriages. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, it works. I don't know how successful your your church's singles ministry might be, but that might work too. I don't know. But I think just being open, um, but not going to certain places with the intent of I'm going to find a man tonight. Um, you know, just go and have fun. And then if you do see somebody that you think, oh, they're cute or whatever, you know, if you want to just go spark up a conversation, do that. But the thing is, like, I know some people are looking for, well, how do you do that? You just gotta have some some nerves to do yeah. it. Like you gotta step outside of yourself if that's what you want. So, I this is what. Oh, go ahead, Lauren. No, I was gonna say my mom always say start with a compliment. Mm-hmm. I she think you, yeah, she said, and it literally can be anything. They have a sweater. Start with a mm-hmm. sweater. Or anything. Alone. But don't think that every girl that compliments you is trying to get at you because that's another problem. But yeah, don't you think know. so. Don't drink that at all. So, I was just saying, Ayana, you met you said something about like don't go out with the intent like oh I'm gonna find a man tonight and I had a, an uncle and an aunt they would tell me all the time like if you go out and you say I'm gonna meet somebody guess what you're gonna do you gonna meet somebody but that may not even be the kind of person you even want to meet you know so to Ayana's point like don't go out just saying you know you want to meet somebody you gonna because you will and then it might not even be the quality of the type of person you want to be with 
And that, we always say this, but include the Holy Spirit too, because the Holy Spirit know what I want. Exactly. Oh, I you know. You're going to have to help me in this area because I ain't got it. Yeah. You, you have a spirit of discernment. Use it. Yeah. Um, but what was the next part? Oh, the levels of thirst. Let's talk about it. What's the levels of thirst? The level of thirst. You got one that's like an itchy throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, I I would say like the ultimate level of thirst is like physically throwing yourself at somebody. I think that as a Christian woman, I don't think you should ever like go sit in a man's lap that you don't know. Um, I, <laughs> why y'all looking at you like that? I agree, and that's I, I, well, I, I agree, but I was like, oh, we doing right? Who does that? <laughs> Like, People do that. People do that. I mean, that was my one. Y'all could, y'all could give some. I said I my one. I think that's it right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, girl, I do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I got another one. Oh, sorry. Um, going outside of your morals. Like, if your morals are, and values are, I don't want to kiss. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. When you begin to check out of your belief system or your morals or your values, just because you want to be with the person, then that's a bit thirsty, you know? And I guess it's not normally perceived as thirsty, but you know, I think that you, you should catch yourself when you're doing that too. Yeah. I agree. I think if you are changing yourself, like your personality to conform to what someone you're interested in, likes and i mean like your, your whole identity i'm not saying oh they like burgundy you wear burgundy okay we're burgundy but like if you are altering who you are as a person to try to gain their at- attention affection some type of anything like that's super thirsty to me mm-hmm. yeah I mean, I was just going to go pretty literal. If you're talking to all the homies, that's kind of thirsty to me. I just, I'm just saying, cause guys do talk and I have yeah. witnessed I have witnessed scenarios where, you know, one girl may have been talking to one friend, but then the friend was like, oh, snap, she was talking to me too, you know? Um, and when I mean talk, because I know that that word is used loosely a lot of times yeah. in relationships. But if you're if you're talking to someone with intention, um, meaning the conversation is sort of flirtatious, that can be deemed as thirsty. Um, and it just makes you a little bad. You don't want to look bad in front of, you know, yeah. the saints. Don't go through the friend group. Yeah, don't do that. It's just not not a good okay. look. Okay. I think I think you touched it. I think yeah. that's especially don't not going outside of your morals and what you stand for, and you know, especially that don't don't bend over backwards just to to get a man because it's it's not it's not cute or it's not fun. And then you have to keep you have to keep up That's with that lifestyle. Say. Whatever yeah. you do to get them, you're gonna end up having to keep doing so. If you mm-hmm. are, what is it called when you don't adhere to your own morals? If you are, I can't think of the word. But if you're doing that now, then you're gonna have to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. I think one last thing to kind of add to that, and it made me kind of reflect on. I'm gonna be honest, made me reflect on my last relationship. They always say I went ghost, you know, during that relationship, you and did. I did. I did. I just said I did. (laughs) I went ghost, but I will say that if you're ever in a relationship, your relationship is supposed to add and multiply. If it's starting to subtract and divide, then 
you know that it is not a good relationship for you. And that's one of my telltale signs too. Cause I'm gonna tell you, I got lost in the sauce. I was just so engrossed in it, trying to make it work that I didn't realize I had changed and I didn't realize that I had pushed people away. And I didn't realize I wasn't really going to church like I was or hanging out with friends like I was. I was just too busy trying to, you know, be that for him and not being myself. So I would just say that too. It's just focus on or not focus on it. Just make sure your relationship is adding and multiplying to what you already have. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Anything else, ladies? Really quick. And I say confidence is just what you need. Like you don't need a bigger boob. You don't need more boobs. You don't need none of that. You just need some confidence. Whoever is listening, that's really all you need. And the beauty in being yourself um, all the time is like when you meet that person, you literally are meeting someone who accepts you as you are, as you, you know, personality, whatever it is, always be yourself and be confident. That's what I was going to say. It's hard pretending to be somebody else for the rest of your life. Listen, and imagine having somebody fall in love with you and they ain't even in love with you. They in love with somebody you thought, ain't nobody got time for that. Somebody you pretended to be that now you got to try and pretend to be for the rest of your life being exhausted. So I'm going to say this, you know, and however y'all want to close. I think the biggest thing too, before you even start approaching anybody as a woman or whatnot, you got to be holding yourself. So if you're not whole and you got a whole bunch of stuff going on and all of that, don't think that you going into a relationship is going to make you whole. And um, because as a whole woman, you'll know how to approach a man if you see that it's somebody that you're interested in. You'll have that spirit of discernment to know, okay, this dude ain't it. Or this might be a potential person that I can develop a friendship with and eventually grow with yeah so you have to be holding yourself and uh honestly having a relationship with god for yourself before you sit there and do anything else doing anything else really so right yeah i want to i mean i know we keep saying we're gonna wrap it up (laughs) but it's like to what ayana just said one last thing i want to share is that i truly believe that god's timing is perfect When I think about the blessings that I've had in my life and how God has really showered me and showed out, showed out when it comes to me and when it comes to blessings and bringing things to pass, a lot of times it didn't take much work from me. Mm-hmm. A lot of times he opened, he literally opened that door of opportunity and all I had to do was walk in it. And mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just let you know where my faith level is when it comes to relationships. And when it comes to me pursuing my husband, that's truly what I believe God would take me. I've never had to fight for something that was already supposed to be mine. Exactly. So, you know, to what Ayana is just saying, I would say remove the stress. Like yep. I hate, honestly, that's why a lot of times I'm like, let's not even talk about relationships because I don't want women to even feel like this level of stress or anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, that you have to pursue a relationship no, you don't. Yeah. I truly believe that when God is ready for you to be in that relationship with your husband, he hears your prayers. Yeah. <laughs> he, he understands your thoughts. He knows your desires, you know, and that that's scripture, too, that he said he will give you the desires of your heart. You know, so my thing is, is just stay at rest. Yeah. Stay, stay, stay true to what it is that he's already called you to do. A lot of times your assignment aligns you to, to your purpose anyway. So my thing is, if you are in alignment to what it is that he's assigned for you to do in your life, when that door opportunity is ready to be open for you, everybody will know it. 
He'll see you from across the room, child. And, and, and even if y'all don't get each other number, he'll find your Instagram. Yeah. You ain't got to give he'll it to him. He'll do his due diligence, okay? Right. Due diligence. He might find the white pages, and they don't even make those no more. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know Lauren? Oh. And I'm real quick, sorry. Like, <laughs> get you some good girlfriends. Okay, when I say good girlfriends, I'm saying, like, I have several friend groups. And one of my friend groups, all of us are single, but there's not one of them that be in here and be like, men ain't da 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 That is not how the conversation goes. And even get you some married friends. Like, I'm very fortunate on this podcast to have married friends that can give me the tea. You know what I mean? Like, just, just enjoy the season and, you know, just be around people that are going to speak life into you. Because don't get me wrong, I had those moments too where I'd be like, I would love to have somebody laying next to me. But Ooh. the reality is, it's not that time. And I am grateful that I have friends like you all to have these very transparent conversations with. So when I'm itching out, you can pull me back in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say one last thing because everybody said they one last thing. So I want to have my one last thing. Um, to Laura's point, Laura, you dropped the word. Okay. We're going to have to circle back to you. <laughs> um, you said that you shouldn't have to pursue. And I thought that that was so good because even though we're telling women that they should show interest, it doesn't mean that it is also your job to pursue. Like once you show interest, you should not be the only person in the situation chasing down somebody else yeah pursuing an interest is two different things two different things so like once you show somebody like hey i kind of like you and they're like hey i like you too and if they're not trying to take whatever that next step is do not um (laughs) lower your standards Mm -mm. keep it pushing keep it moving i'm gonna share this and then we're gonna close out i remember you know, me and my husband, we've been married for a little a year now, so I'm not, you know, a guru or anything. But what I will say Thanks is... Thanks saying that. <laughs> you know what you know. And you, yeah, but you, you know what you know in the season of your life. You're right. Okay. So I know what I know in the season of my life. And okay. I mean, I feel like we talked about it on the podcast before, but there was a season where my husband was like, hey, I want to date you and da 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 And it was like, nah, like, if you're not going to commit to me then I'm not lowering my standard. Like we're friends, you know me. There's no need for us to get to know each other because you know me. And I remember people saying to me like, well, what if he dates somebody else? And what are you going to do? And da 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 What if he ends up with such and such? And I literally felt like God dropped it in my spirit and said, he could date a thousand people. And if you the one, you still the one. So don't be out here chasing nobody around after you've expressed interest and they expressed interest in you. What it's supposed to be is going to be like Lauren said, it was so good. You know, I've never had to fight for something that's already mine. So if, if, if God has said that something is yours, they could date a thousand people. And if they supposed to be with you, guess where they going to end up at where are they supposed to be. So going about your business, if you want to date some other people, you date some other people, but don't be chasing no man around. Don't do that. Cause that's thirsty. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh. Don't do that. Um, we pray that you are you about to say something, Denise? Oh no. No, no, I was oh, okay. 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 You sure? You sure? Yeah, said it all. Oh. Oh. Um, we hope that you like this episode. It was the most ghetto one that we have ever had. It was not. Now nah, we've been, we've been more. We've been more ghetto. I think we've been yes. a touch. Which touch one was more ghetto than this? Some of, our, <laughs> some of our some of our first season episodes. Oh my right. goodness. 
<laughs> it's the top five ghetto um, episodes, but we like ghetto, so I ain't mad at it. It's if, cultured. You need to sprinkle it in every now and then. Right. Yeah. If you want something a little bit more cheap, feel free to scroll and find another episode. It's at least a yeah. hundred and something of them. So okay. I'm sure there's something that will meet your need for today. Uh, we pray that if you need somebody to talk to about whatever it is that you're going on, that you, that you have going on, um, that you will send us a secret letter to savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and help you out. Be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Save Girl Secrets. On Instagram at Save Girl Secret, no S on Twitter. We love you. Good God bless you. Love and peace, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.